Welcome to The Her of the Dog. This podcast is intended for an over 18 audience, so if you're under 18, sit in butter and slide on. Hello and welcome to Her of the Dog with me, JP. And me, Darji. Bringing you episode two, childhood and growing up in the 90s. I can't believe you let me back. <laughs> so what's the crack? What have you done? Damn, damn all. Uh, no crack whatsoever. I just want to say a big massive thank you to everyone uh, for the fantastic response of last week. Um, thank you for all your support. But no crack with me. Just same shit, different day. Um, you know, I just... My car still broke. Like, it is still <laughs> broke. I have to Flintstone it at this stage. It's doing my nappering. It's so annoying. Like... I have just paid it off recently, and since paying it off, I've had to spend even more money to get everything fixed on it. It's doing my head in. But apart from that, everything is perfect. It sounds like you've had a fun week. Yeah, um, I've had such a fun week. What about you? <sighs> Fuck all. Sounds I was amazing. down today at the criminal jail doing the Halloween thing, and it is the fucking freakiest place in the world. Like I swore to Christ, we were the room that we usually use was double booked today, so uh, the promoter had us down in like this abandoned part of the jail right. where no one's allowed down. And I swore to fuck, I seen a ghost. Like you I, say, right. I'm what, telling what, you, look, what did you can, the ghost look like? It was a fucking shadow, all right, right. and it was going up the stairs, right. and it scared the shit out of me. Like we were sitting there, and like I was in the middle of doing the fucking. Beetlejuice thing yeah. and I just looked and down the corridor going up the stairs was a shadow and I swear to fuck my arse went inside my stomach <laughs> the, the, I don't want to go back like I don't want to go back and only that I'm I'm signed <laughs> like I've signed a contract and I can't get out of it <laughs> I genuinely petrified like and all of this like it's fine now like it was it was this morning I have to do this shit at night yeah and I don't like it. If they're coming out during the day, imagine what they're like during the night. And people, look, people will be listening going, it's full of shit. There's no such thing. I'm fucking telling you, see this jail? I don't know whether it's like your mind playing tricks in you or what, Mm. but it's fucking freaky. Like, it's really scary, like. A a very good friend of mine at university, I'm going to give her a shout out, Kat. Um, Absolutely hilarious. But we were going to go to Criminal Jail for Halloween one year. This, like, Oh, near 10 years ago, whenever we were at uni. And we were all set for going. And then whenever it came close to it, to booking it, we both chickened out and said, no, not, uh, not a chance. Like, it's, we were there, what was it like, maybe two weeks ago, doing like a photo shoot. And it was late enough, like it was like 11 o'clock at night. The whole jail's obviously closed. Yeah. And it's just myself, the photographer, one of the other actresses, and the promoter and and like you're in the fucking jail and you're standing and it's silence yeah and it's just quiet and, and, then and the next thing you have here in this cell block is fucking i mean my i fucking was like fucking what like no. jump and i was saying i was like i'm not fucking dealing with I, shit like I it's remember, too scary i remember now it's not as scary as criminal jail nope. but if i was there i'd be going <laughs> but a couple of years ago i did a thing out in Darmore house and I was asked to write and direct this thing. 
where the National Trust, National Trust allowed us to go into the basement of Darmore House, like into the Yellow House. And um, I got right and everything had all these actors and everything was going honky-dory. And then um, I had people, you know, like doing jump scares and yeah. everything. So I would say the Crumlin Road Jail is probably that times a million because there was actual shit happened there like yeah like it's it's weird as fuck like we the first time i went down you know i went to school was like crumlin road jail my school was literally like you can you could see some of the cells from where Mm. our like football pitches were and i'd never been like i grew half my life was in north belfast and half it was in down patrick and like being there inside it and you're just like what the actual fuck it's not we very Willy Wonka's no factories. get the fuck that like <laughs> I went down to the we had to go down to like the tunnel where they used to bring the fucking prisoners yeah uh, like from the courthouse to uh, like mate the music started playing and everything I'm not making this shit up like we were walking down no one else yeah. in the jail at like fucking 12 o'clock at night walking down and next thing the music fucking TSO starts blurring in the fucking cafe and I'm go, I'm looking at her going like I like I'm but a shite bag, like, I can't deal with but shit like I that. did I think that there was somebody there playing the music? No, there was no one else in the jail other than us and the security guard at the front gate. Right. That was it. There was no Imagine one else there. working there, like, all the time. No, nah, like... in the like, spookiest time of the year. Like, when we were down today, I... W- like, the place was fucking rammed. Like, mm. this is a Wednesday. Yeah. And the people don't have fucking jobs. Like... The place was rammed, rammed with with, with people. Like there yeah. couldn't be that see, many fucking tourists well, in Belfast. You see, the like, Americans would love that. Oh my god, this is where they did things. No. That's no, like, but like it's weird. Like it's it's now I can see how it's great. Like and it is, and for people who are into that sort of stuff, definitely like yeah. book it. But and like I could like my mom was saying, oh, I'm thinking about bringing. It. I was like, fucking don't like this. Is I would love to take like, my mother down just to see if she would like it. I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah, it, 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 there'd be shite all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a shadow of a doubt there'd be shite all over the place. Yeah, but yeah, back back to anyway. That's pretty much what I've been right, up to recently. Just is that. just on that, like I I jump easily too, and there was one <laughs> instance where I scared myself. <laughs> so <laughs> so there was um, I go to Lourdes every year and uh, as much as I can, like um. I haven't been now for a couple of years because of the COVID and all that. And um, I the first time I went, there's souvenir shops all over the place. Like, it is so commercialised. And Shock I, horror. Yeah. And I bought this wee thing. And um, it was like a wee statue of a lady, you know. And, and I took it home and put it into the room. So, <laughs> one night I was lying in bed and twist and turn, twist and turn. And I woke up. And I saw our lady staring back at me and I shouted, holy fuck, what's <laughs> going on? It was a glow-in-the-dark Mary statue that I bought. <laughs> and she was she was staring back at me and I had, I had to change the bed sheets after it. It scared the shit clean out of me. Yeah, you're, you're, you're talking to the wrong fucker <laughs> about that shit. Like, like, the biggest atheist you'll ever, yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. ever meet. But I respect your, oh, your, your, you glow so in the, your glow-in-the-dark Mary statue. Um, <laughs> the, uh, 
as I look around and and fucking in that box over there is like loads of Marvel fucking statues in that in that box there. But um, yeah, but yeah, other than that, it's grand. I do recommend going down to the jail, but it's you wore a nappy because you'll fucking <laughs> shit, you'll shit yourselves. But um, yeah, so other than that, just watching. Manchester United absolutely break my heart every fucking week. Uh, uh, no, you would need a nappy for watching them because they're shite. Oh, man, honestly, I, I, I don't even. I can't describe to you how I was. I wasn't even angry last night. Like, and I think you know, Roisin would take the clean piss out of me when it comes mm. to United. Like, like, like. And would you get all thick? Yeah, I would. But <laughs> I would like. I would talk to the TV as if they could hear me, and I'm sure most fellas do that. But like. It got to the point last night where I was acting like I, I was just like broken watching yeah. them. They're so shit. Like, and to the point where she was just looking at me, like, and just in silence. And it was just, they're now getting to the point where it's affecting me watching them. They're that bad. Like, I have never felt stressed like it, them watching them last night. They are the fucking worst thing. Like, I went over quite a bit last season. And I felt, you know what, it's going to be great this year. We're going to win the league, going to fucking win everything. They are fucking dog shit. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, I am currently playing the world's smallest violin no. for this fucking gobshite. Listen, I know you support Liverpool. Yes. And you have never really, in your life, having grown up in the 90s and grown up in the noughties, Liverpool have been, their success has been very limited. Yes, it has. I grew up. United won the treble. Yeah. United won the league every other year. Yes. Yes. They won the Champions League in 08. They were in the Champions League final in, in uh, 2009 and 2011. Yeah. They won fucking everything whenever yes. I was growing up. They did. So now the last 10 years, they're fucking shit. And yeah, but how do you I think, can't cope with it. Like, how do you think Liverpool felt for 30 years? You yeah. Know, with their I, league? I, no, but they still win, win things in them 30 years. But, you know, for... Like Liverpool had it here for so long, oh, 30 I know, years, 30 years. I I haven't, and now you, I am. Yeah, gonna try to yeah, like it. United's gonna be the same. No, well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know now. I must say that it's. Uh, I don't know what it is. It well, it's just it's brutal. The new the new <laughs> goalkeeper is. Fuck me. Speaking of speaking of goalkeepers, there there is a new statue going up in Yuri for Pat Jennings beside no. the town hall. So Golf, actually, yeah, there is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. it's all over the local outlets, and now it's on this local outlet. Um, <laughs> we actually, you know, the the four listeners in Israel that we have oh, are yeah, going to yeah. be fucking buzzing that Pat Jennings has got. Yeah, um, pa- so a pa- Pat Jennings was a footballer goalkeeper. <laughs> Why are you uh, talking like they're deaf? <laughs> like they can, they can so- hear you. Sorry, uh, <laughs> the uh, but the but uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm emotionally drained. You said to me in the car, you need to get more sleep. I'm not. I'm just, I'm just, all Pissed the up. emotions have left my body at the point where I, I just feel like I'm a broken man and it's because of Manchester United. But I'll still watch them on Saturday. And, I, I, and I'll still watch That's them. That's really sad. Yeah, I know. That, like, I often see, uh, is it meme or meme? I or would always say that. meme. Um, <laughs> I've, I see a meme on Facebook where it says... Uh, Oh, excited to let 11 men decide my mood for the rest of the week. You really do. Like, no, like 100%. Like, really and there's do. ones that, listen, there's there's parents that, like, would obviously, with the drama and stuff, and yeah. they would send, and, like, 
I would literally stand and talk, like full on. We would just get our, our feelings out. Yeah. And about football, and it's fucking mad that it affects. Like it, it's it's so. I watched a clip on on a just lying in bed last night, and it was this guy basically being like, "Why do sports stars get paid so much?" And it's like, well, that's what the government want because it it takes the attention of the public is focused on this circus that yeah. is American football and f- soccer and um well not clearly because no one gets paid but um yeah. like these big things and it's it's so fucking true like it literally means nothing but yet it, it fucking so ruins much. my yeah. it can ruin my <laughs> weekend or a, like a full on week if something bad happens and I just need to kind of get out of that groove because I have never felt as angry and as disappointed in 11 people that I don't even know <laughs> like yeah, as like, much as last night. They do night. not give a damn. No. Tell, no. tell the ladies and gentlemen what happened during Oliver whenever Armagh lost a certain quarterfinal and I was oh, at yeah. that match. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm a big Armagh fan, uh, Gaelic football for those who don't know and um, I went to the Armagh match and I it was an all Ireland quarterfinal against Galway. This was last year, so it was like the prelude to uh, the, uh, the prequel to this year, and they lost. And mm. straight away, Jordan into the group chat, and we all know how I feel about group chats now. Um, straight in and started giving it everything, being the big man. <laughs> and what did I do? I fucking left the group chat in a huff. I was so annoyed. Now I got rewarded for it because you gave me like the. Uh, most likely to throw a tantrum over something silly still um, s- still stand by it today <laughs> but, but i felt exactly the same yeah, yeah. i i actually uh, that game was so bad i caught covid that's how <laughs> that's, that's how bad it was oh fuck oh, right yeah. well moving on so we're not boring the fucking whole lot of people who don't You're like listening sports to her the duck. <laughs> yeah but um yeah so childhood 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 and uh growing up in the 90s well we, we we kind of grew up half i mean if you talk about childhood i would classify childhood as f- like four like i have memories as far back as four okay. and like vivid memories and i would classify that and then probably the about 10 would yeah. be a childhood so really really we probably grew up in the tail end of the 90s yes into the early noughties yeah and I thought it would be a very interesting topic to talk about, um, especially like f- even 18 year olds. And it's mad to fucking think this. Like there's a lot of 18 year olds that were born like in the mid. kind of the opposite, the mid like yeah, to late noughties into the tens, yeah. I, I suppose you could it, call it. It is, it is spooky. And the difference in that is fucking mental. Like I have a younger brother who is... 19 i think Uh, and i like i had a completely different like that them ages compared to what he did yeah just with the development of like technology and stuff and then even so much like my mom uh my mom had like we have another brother and there's like 20 years between us yeah and that's just fucking like that in itself the childhood that he's having at the minute is completely fucking different because you grow up different I don't say I mean this in a roundabout way. You different. You grew up in like 
different cultures. Cause fucking right, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. one culture, a, a culture is cool for like five years and then yeah, and like changes. I, I kind of, I want to talk about stuff that like not that has scarred us, but has definitely stuck with us and made us <laughs> kind of why, like for example, why I'm a massive freak when it comes to certain things and like. I'm sure you have wee things that like that's stick a by it. Disorder you, you have. and like yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like, growing up, I grew up in Downpatrick, and I was split between Downpatrick, and I spent my weekends in Belfast with yeah. my dad. Um, split family, two Christmases though, which was always good. It was handy enough. Yeah, two handy Christmas enough. dinners. The uh, no, only one Christmas dinner. Oh right, okay. I was I was quite skinny as a child. Like I know I'm fat as fuck now, but as a child, not. mate, honestly, I was like borderline anorexic. I remember like whenever I hit. Um, secondary school I my dad going to say puberty you no, haven't had that either yet no not yet but my dad used to give me these fucking like protein milkshakes alright to try and put on weight okay and then didn't fucking work like I was a rake like a rake like couldn't put on weight at all and it like it affected me in like sports and stuff mm. well not really because I was, I was I was decent enough at, at football like and Gaelic but yeah. um, shy at hurling um, but yeah <clears throat> growing up for me was very much like a term would have been used in our house clocking and i don't know whether it's it would be used up in these the, these necks it's kind Is of that like you go into like a, a toilet or something no you meet somebody? no no clocking oh, right. clocking for me and like some belfast people might get this more than you culture folk but clocking was sitting in the house right, and watching okay. the clock so oh, like okay. my <laughs> my nana yeah, we would just call that like, sitting in the house yeah, no like they would have been like stop clocking get out the fuck oh, right, and like okay. like I know, like I would have been out say for talk's sake on a weekend or in the summer I would have been out from 9 o'clock mm-hmm. and I would have been out until probably 9 or 10 o'clock that night and right. not came home unless I was getting dinner and I would yeah. have ran in got something and got home but like my mum would have given me a pound and that would have got you and a, a, a listener actually messaged me this earlier on and they were like, I remember going to the shop with a pound, getting a can of juice, yeah. a bar of chocolate, a packet of crisps, a bit of sweets and coming out with change. Yeah, you would And like change. nowadays... Well, you see, that's Brexit for you. That's, even before Brexit. Brexit Sarah, for like, I remember even five years ago, you wouldn't... Five years ago, you wouldn't have got a bottle of Coke for a pound. You, it would have been yeah, a pound well, fifty. Yeah. And like, even now... It's kind of, there was a time there where a tin of Fanta was like 87p or something, yeah. and now it's over a pound. And like, back, I, listen, I used to go to the shop on the way to school, whenever I hit secondary school, mm. going to a wee corner shop in Downpatrick, and going in with a pound and getting five single cigarettes for a pound, and, and, and smoking one on the way to school. Yeah. And then at break time, lunch time, on the way home, and I had one, another one on the way home. Like, no, I wasn't, I was, well, what age was I? I think it was like 13 or 14, like, but, yeah. like, that is mental compared to now, like, that, you that just... That you could do that. How much, yeah. for, how much, I wonder how much five cigarettes would be now. Well, you can't buy them now. You can't well, even buy know, ten packs I anymore, know. don't think. Um, But now, a packet of fags now, like, I, I'm off the fags three years, and, but, like, I would go back on them every yeah. now and again if I'm stressed the fuck out, or, like... Yeah, someone them. drops my vape and smashes it and then I freak out and go and buy a packet yeah. but a packet of figs now are 15 quid that's a disgrace 15 pound for a pack of figs 20 figs and 
so like there's 20 in that so you're talking then if you divide that by 20 what is it fuck I, I, i'm too tired to work out the math if you but I, you're asking fi- if you divide 20 fakes by 15 you're talking there i don't know like answers on it? a postcard is it like 40p or something like that uh, probably out 40p i'll yeah. work it out right now right, i know okay. people but like, yeah, do you know so what fuck. i am absolutely disgusted at the price of Fredo bars. <laughs> now that no, I I'm being deadly, deadly serious. This is this what thirteen years of ter- Tory rule gets you right. Fredo bars used to be and Taz bars as well used to be ten p, right? Ten p. I have heard them being quoted for twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty p now. It's a fucking disgrace. It <laughs> is a disgrace. It should be brought to. The European Court of Justice. <laughs> That's how bad it is. That's how strongly I feel over a fucking bit of chocolate with caramel in it. It is not, it's not on. It's not on. There should be people hung, drawn and quartered because of the price of a credit bar now. It's, and like, for all, the pri- for all you get in it. You know what I mean? I have not had a Freddo. Actually, that's a fucking lie. I had a Freddo on fucking Saturday. I had a Freddo. Right. And how long did it take you to eat? About th- three, three bites. Seconds? Three bites. Like, yeah, three bites. They're tiny, but I actually remember the Taz bars were unreal. Taz bars were lovely. I don't wonder why they don't do them anymore. Well, they do. They're Freddo caramel. Yeah, I know, but they're not Taz. It's the same fucking thing, no, like. No, it is not. <laughs> it's just one looks like a frog and one looks like the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, That's one, about it. Yeah, but they're two different institutions. <laughs> wow. Because Fredo <laughs> has continued on, but they've got there, and I'm near sure they've got fucking smaller as well. I think they're, th- I'm pretty sure Fredo now is either 35p or 40p. See, that is a disgrace. Or maybe a bit more. That's what happens whenever, like, See if Liz Truss had stayed on as Prime Minister. There'd be 130 instead of 30p. <laughs> ah, listen, no, I'll not get into any of that. It is a disgrace. The, the price of a Fredo is what annoys me from like the 1990s right up to today. That, like, that's is that is, your biggest bug, bro? That is life. the one thing. Like, that's <laughs> over how many decades now? The noughties, the, the 90s, the noughties, the 10s. And the, so this, I'm in my fourth decade of life now. And that's the one thing that fucks me off the most. And that's over two centuries and four decades. That riles me up. Your serious. third decade, you dick. No, nineties, noughties, tens, and twenties. Oh wait, fourth. Yeah, arse hole. Oh fuck, so it is. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, there are three types of people in the world: those who can count and those who can't. Excuse me, dickhead. I'm quite good at math. I uh, yeah, how much so. is it then? Twenty divided by fifteen. Seventy-five p. Oh, very good. You did figure it out. Though. I did say 70, and then I fucking, I was that tired. I cracked, I tried it. I don't know where I got 40 from, but it's 75. But what, if you, childhood memories. Yes. What is something that has stuck with you? Oh, Jesus. We're going to go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> um, the, like, the, I have, I'm blessed to say that I have a really good memory. Like, a really, I remember things from I was three, right? So, for example, you, this is going to sound bizarre. I remember the 1999 solar eclipse, right? <laughs> um, I remember it because it was such a... Uh, but, but in saying that, I don't remember the millennium, right? I don't remember the millennium at all, but I remember the, the Champions League final. Yeah, I remember the uh, like going to do a show for the very first time in Yuri Panto in 1999. But I can't remember 
you know, things happened in 2001, 2002. But there's so many things in my life that I remember from that period, you know, yeah. like going to W5 for a school trip, going to Port Ferry Aquarium, you know, <laughs> all them things <laughs> stick with you. I've never like, been. What, to the aquarium? No. It's really and I like, lit, like it's, grew up in it's really bad though because if you're driving from Uri, the road is always flooded between Strangford and Portaferry. It's always flooded. Wow. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, no, I had a few things that like that have stuck with me. Like I was, I, I as I said, in the, I one hundred percent definitely have ADHD. Like. I don't know how the fuck I was not diagnosed with this as a child. Like, this, because he's currently even, sitting on a unicycle <clears throat> level. No, but even thinking about some shit that I done in school. Yeah. Like, and I'm not talking, like, young school, where I, I didn't know better. I'm talking about fucking secondary school, that I'm, yeah. like, going, how the fuck did no one stop me from doing something yeah. like that? Like, I remember we were moving from... <laughs> so bad we were moving from one school to the next school and our school had like mobile homes for years okay right and we were in spanish and i thought it would be a really good idea bear in mind that all the past pupils from the past 70 years were allowed to come back and do a tour of the school before it got demolished okay all right and i thought it'd be a really good idea to draw a five foot cock on the wall with permanent <laughs> marker right and then so the teacher was like an 80 year old an 80 year old spanish and i shouldn't laugh because it's not okay but i thought it was okay at the time and the teacher was like an 80 year old woman teaching spanish and she then she had left the classroom and came back in and seen it and was like oh, oh who done that and i was like and no one put up their hand and i was like i'm fucked <laughs> and I was like, what did I do to get out of this? So I went. So no one and She went out to get the vice principal. He came in and was like, who done that? No, blah, blah. So I thought it would be a really good idea to put my hand up and say, look, it wasn't me, but I'll take the blame for it. <laughs> right? So, so I put my hand up and was like, I'll take the blame for it, sir. It wasn't me. I think it was like third year or something at the time. Yeah. All right? And I, then the realization i got suspended for a start right then the realization was my dad is going to fucking kill me whenever yeah. i get home and i was like right what do i do so i thought it was a bright idea and i thought this was genius to pay my friend 10 pound to take the blame of something that i'd already been suspended for yes and that you and had already also done not delete the text messages from it so i i paid uh, my friend 10 pound and like my dad was like you obviously fucking done this yeah. but like shit like that and like even moving on from that then there was a a, a really funny childhood so well, i think it's funny was um i went to school in belfast school i was talking about last week yeah. that it was just fucking mental first day of school i went down i had like the long hair because i was in a fucking rock well i thought i was in a rock band who do you think were jack black i literally thought at the time that i was the reincarnation of alex turner who was not dead yet that's who i thought i was okay and um i sat down in the class and this just across the room a fucking of mice of men just zoom zoom past You're my head see the web right <laughs> and rip the wallpaper behind me okay I was, that was my first introduction to school 
fast forward like seven months, this fucking wee bastard kept taking my Lucasade, right? Okay. And this is how fucking stupid I was. I was like, how the fuck did I stop him from doing that? So what I done was I pre-bought a bottle of Lucasade the day before, brought it home, put it in the fridge, opened it up, put laxatives oh, in the Lucasade, no closed it up, put it in my bag, went in the next morning, took the, the Lucasade out of my bag, and he drunk it, and he knacked it in front of me. And I pretended like I didn't see him do it. And yeah. I turned around and watched him knack it. And I just <laughs> said to him, I put laxatives in them. And he didn't believe me. Yeah. Oh, but in half an hour I did. <laughs> right? And the school went fucking nuts. I was like, hold on a minute. That was my fucking Lucasade that he stole. Yeah. I didn't drug him. Yeah, yeah. I was, I'm fucking blocked up in my inners here. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, that type of shit, like, sticks. Like, it and still did, sticks did he me. shift himself? I don't think he shit himself, but he, he had to go to the, and then he had to go home. Yeah. Because of it. Good him. enough for him. He fucking deserved yeah. it. But he was actually a really nice guy. He was yeah. one of my friends as well. And like, like I don't know when you were school, we had the fucking weirdest nicknames for people. Like, yeah. so his nickname was Pigeon. Why <laughs> Pigeon? I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I, I don't know whether it was... He didn't... It's not that he looked like a pigeon because he didn't. But his nickname was Pigeon in school. And there was so many, like, so many that, like, you can't say. Yeah, yeah. You'd, like, not in today's society. Like, one yeah. of my best friends... Uh, at the time don't know his nickname was horrendous <laughs> like oh horrendous and like other ones were like we <laughs> there was a guy called horrendous doesn't seem like a bad uh, uh, nickname no yeah. fuck off the <laughs> um, but we had one called Gontus <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Gontus was his nickname see, I he was a bit stupid though <laughs> I, I don't have know so many nicknames for people that I could never tell them oh. to their face like I just couldn't no, it's like, and that's one thing. I've never, I got called JP because I, like, and my mum will deny this, but it's on my fucking birth certificate, my passport, my driving license. Yeah. My name isn't actually Jordan. Right. It's Jordan Patrick. And oh then my, my middle name is Miller because my family thought it'd be a really good idea to call everyone, their middle, every fellow, their middle name Miller. Right, okay. Because, like, passed down through generations. It's, like borderline child abuse, yeah. like Miller, Hello. like the bear Miller, e, like uh, yeah, M I L L E R, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's weird. Um, but so my name is actually Jordan Patrick. So <coughs> a lot of people would call me JP, yeah. but or like my nanny called me Jordy Nutnut. Jordy Nutnut. Jordy Nutnut. Like I think that that leads into the whole like ADHD thing. Clearly, there was like yeah, signs yeah, of yeah, that yeah. from yeah. a fucking child. But yeah, Jordy Nut Nut, and I, 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 I fucking hate Jordy. Do, do you know what my nickname is and has been? Christy? No, 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 Christy. He's referring to my, <laughs> my left foot, is it? And what does he say in that film? <laughs> um, no, the, uh, it's, it's not Christy, it's Smart Arsh. <laughs> <laughs> It is not Christy from my left foot. No. And that's, again, it's referring to my club feet, ladies and gentlemen. It is not that. My nickname is nearly more bizarre. It's Seamus. Seamus. What? So I was uh, out hurling one day. Well, I wasn't hurling, but I was at the hurling pitch. And this was before, like, I got on to the uh, backroom team. And I used to do the water for them. And 
Yeah, I was like the water boy, right? <laughs> hey, water boy! <laughs> so my, my, my mama says it's the devil. <laughs> um, but I was the water boy at the hurling team, and uh, I says, "Here, do you want to drink water? Do you want to drink water?" And my brother says, "Ah, ah, ah!" And for some reason, my own brother says, "Seamus, Seamus!" <laughs> and I looked around, man, as if to say, "Who's he talking to?" And he went, "You, Seamus, Seamus!" And so I responded. <laughs> To him calling me Seamus. And just stuck. Now obviously there's Daz. There's the Dazzler. There is DG. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Dazzler, yeah. Who the fuck calls you Dazzler? Myself. You... No, no, I don't call myself. No, there's people call me Dazzler. Who? People call me... They, they need fucking... People call me uh, Sexy Bastard. Oh, fuck off. Uh, but yeah, DG and Daz would be like the main oh, things. Or Dodgy they... or... Or, you know, well, yeah, like I have you saved on my phone as Darl G. Like, uh, yeah, it's because you can't pronounce my surname. Though. No one can, yes, no can. one can. I'm I don't pretty, even think you can. I'm pretty sure my mother and I can, yeah, I, I, and my family can. Don't you dare speak about your mother like that. But, but she can't, like, your mother's a saint. Do you know what my mother wanted to call me? <laughs> Cunt, no, no, Keith. Oh god. She wanted to that call went me. through my could, ear really, yeah. really awkwardly. Could there. you imagine me called Keith yeah. Gallagher? Yeah. No, you, you look couldn't. like a Keith. I don't do look a like bit. a Keith. You do a wee bit. No, I don't look like a you Keith. Do. But I do look <laughs> like a Darl Gallagher, yes. But I don't look like a Keith. Yeah. What was your like my my conf- I don't have a middle name, but a confirmation name is Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You really had no chance. <laughs> yes, I excuse me. Daryl Lawrence. Gallagly Gallagly Why can you not yeah. say it? Like, what, I don't know Why I, is it so I, difficult for you? Well number one I'm dyslexic oh, Number uh, yeah. number two Is There's a lot of fucking syllables in there like. It's not really though I you know I'm, I'm just gonna keep it as Gallagly That's okay Because I very rarely have To actually use it yeah, I don't yeah, turn yes. around to you and say Hello Daryl Gallagly or do you know it, it, just going back to yours there's people that says that this podcast is brilliant with Darl JP and Jordan they say it's absolutely brilliant <laughs> I found it fucking hilarious how someone was winding you up the other day and said you're really good as the guest yeah thank you I, I'm really glad to be invited back as the guest yeah. can, oh and by the way can you hear us enough yeah yeah, yeah I hope, so. I hope yeah. so I'm not in the front garden this no, week no um, we're not we're not but I am not, I, I well, yes, I am a guest, but... You're not you know. a fucking guest, shut the fuck up. Yeah, but, like, you keep inviting me back, so I'm, I'm delighted to be no, here. No, I, as I said before, it's a good contrast. But um, anything else from your childhood that you, yeah, like, want to share that was yeah, like, fucking traumatising? Like, school was, like, I was practically reared in fucking Musgrave Park Hospital. I spent that much time in it. I went to Musgrave for a holiday, like, you know, <laughs> and I, I loved it down there fucking loved it i was away from like i'm the youngest of six so i was away from a madhouse for a week while i got an operation and i got a good fucking night's sleep in it whenever they knocked me out like for an operation um but yeah i spent i made so many friends down in the hospital i knew i was always going to get presents it was just fucking it was, hell it was fucking brilliant it really was See, brilliant. i'm the opposite of you you actually had a fucking condition to put you in the hospital. Yeah. I didn't. I was just a hypochondriac. I can give you one if you want. No, like, I was a complete hypochondriac as a kid, and I probably still am. Yeah. Like, you know, my mum would say, like, your A&E 
record yeah. is a fucking joke. Like, like, would you go to any all the time? No, I did when I was younger, but like, I did genuinely do stuff. Like, I went to any before because there was a shopping center called I think it was called like Safeways or something okay. back in the day in Down Patrick. I was gonna say Five Ways, but that's scary. But it was called like Safeways or something like that before yeah. like fucking Morrison's and Asda went into Down Patrick. And there was like a wee back in the day again back in the 90s and the yeah. early 90s there was like a soft play area in the shopping center and i stood on a wasp oh and i thought i was gonna die yeah and no, I, I wouldn't like that there was my mom they lifted the wasp by their hands they that person needs to go into a mental hospital yeah like but i don't like wasps. we my mom i can i can remember this as clear as day and i was young like yeah. and my mom was like you'll be fine you be grand, I'll get it out. And I made her bring me to hospital. Yeah. But there was so much shit that I used to do. Like, I remember going to the hospital and my and like my mum used to bring me for a play there. We were never out of it. But there was one time that they had brought me to do with my thumb and they had found like a a fracture in my wrist from ages ago. Right, okay. And like, I think at that time I'd said to my mum, and she's like, I'm not bringing you to the hospital. And it turned out there actually was, but like, oh, I made a hypochondriac, like, complete, like, and my, like, as much as I love, my mum's a hypochondriac too, like, yeah. and I think it's, it's one of those, um, things that have been passed down to me because she is a hypochondriac as well. Like. The last time I had to go to A&E was in 2020. I was out cutting the grass um, out the back of the house and it was a wee bit uneven and I went over my ankle and I <laughs> really hurt my ankle and I actually it was like oh I, I, I thought oh I just really rolled it really badly so I said to mommy oh will you get me peas for that she gave me a tin of peas <laughs> <laughs> instead of uh, no she gave me ice and uh, I was like oh sure put it up and Kara was going to Belfast that night so I was like I'm not going to worry her. She's going to see her friends. This is whenever you could travel. Like, yeah. It was whenever they allowed people out to fucking infect everyone again for like a couple of days. And Kira was going to Belfast. So we didn't, I didn't really uh, want to worry her. So I laid up in the house the rest of the evening and it wasn't too bad. See, whenever I got into bed, the fucking pain went through the roof. So I says, mommy, I have to go to any. I can't deal with this pain. I had so much paracetamol in me. And we went to um went to Kirkgavin and she didn't know the way. I took her around about way past Tandagi and over a wee side yeah. road. And she hadn't a clue where she was going. <laughs> so she was going really, really slowly. And I was like, drive, please just drive. Please just drive. This was like at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. We got into any, and they were like, oh, it's going to be like an eight hour to 10 hour wait. And I was like, oh, fuck that. I'd like, I'm, I'm not, I had already put in, you know, like I'd already signed in for the evening. I was like, no, fuck that. It couldn't be arsed. So I went home again, back down uh, to Bestbrook and get into bed again. And the pain got worse. So I was like, Maha, we need to go back to Craig Alvin. This, <laughs> this, this, this is not good. But by the time I got in, they had not, t- they didn't even know I was away. So I had moved up in the list. Oh, uh, they fuck. hadn't taken me. Now, I had to wait until 6 o'clock in the morning. They come round. They gave me a big fucking, uh, like, a big sandal. And he was like, you can walk now. I was like, no, I fucking can't. I, I Like, help me here. Help me up out of the seat. And the doctor walked away. So, as I got up with the crutches and walked out, I came out of the hospital 
and within two seconds, I slipped and I fell again. I'm a liability when it comes to that. Like, oh, well, the ex- near enough, the same thing happened to me, and it was, I have a weakness in my ankle from my, from playing football, and, you know, Roisin would say to me, again, that I am a complete hypercontract and stuff, and we were in our old house, right, and it was a cold fucking Tuesday morning or something. Yeah, just picture it, Luke. Uh, yeah, just picture this, and I was wearing nothing but Roisin's pink, fluffy house coat or a dressing gown, depends depends what country or part of the country you come from. And the way our house is, you can see in our back, into our back. So I was like fucking like Mission Impossible style, trying to go down the back steps, put something in the bin, not to be seen. And I fell down the back steps. And like when I say I have never, like I have tore ligaments in my knee. I've done my Achilles. I've broke ribs. I've done everything. Broken arms, broken thumbs, everything. And <laughs> I crawled up the steps and I was screaming in pain. And I was screaming. Roshi was like, Wise up, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Wise up and get into the house. And I was crawling in, get into the house. And by the time I get up the steps and into the house crawling, my foot was like fucking massive and black, like yeah. black. I'd done my Achilles again. Like I knew oh, it. Knew was it, it had... in the snow? No. Oh. It was just, I just fucking coped. <laughs> and uh, I went up and luckily that one of the someone that I know works in the NA and got me straight through yeah. but I tore every fucking ligament in my That's foot and um, as I just said accident prone yeah. but do you remember whenever you fell during School of Rock oh my god yeah, yeah. I'd done it again like yeah. that was the same injury that I'd yeah. done because I, I genuinely have and weakness uh, just, like, just to tell you it's very very quickly before we move on um, Jordan was delayed in School of Rock in March there and he fell and me and my very good friend Brian were my best friend Brian were sitting there and we were down with a hangover like absolutely shaking and Jordan had fallen over and the woman in front of us got up <laughs> to go straight up <laughs> to go straight up the stairs right and me like uh, half knowing what was going on and half not going on I says where is she away to sway up her nosy and Brian says sure she's a nurse you know she's she's a midwife like she's a nurse and I says oh midwife well in that case she be well used to saying a c- and now i didn't finish uh, the, well i did i did finish I'm not you're co- a fucking liar you said yeah. she's well used to seeing a cunt yes and i did say i said that right. I, yeah. and the woman turned around in front of us and this is where a, a, a very popular um catchphrase came from she turned around and she went now that is bad that yeah. is bad now that is oh bad. is that where that came that's from that's where that came from yeah. okay, I didn't know now that, that is bad you and Brian never fucking all, stop saying that all because I called you uh, see you next <laughs> see you next Tuesday see you next Tuesday yes. but um, but yeah no look childhood was great growing yeah. up in the 90s was fucking was you awesome see, and I, early two, early 2000s was awesome I as well I just want to ask you just on that like obviously my experience in South Armagh growing up mm-hmm. like the army was still there and the uh, what had helicopters and everything flying over, what had uh, the the army walking down the street and everything, and the Chinooks and everything. Did you ever experience no. any of that? No. no, not that I can remember. Yeah. I like, as I said, and I grew up in Downpatrick, and, and but like Downpatrick, I don't know. It wasn't like that. Yeah, I, not yeah. that I can remember anyway. Yeah. I like to the point where you know I grew up in there, and then I would have spent my week every other weekend in north belfast 
hello. Yeah, like, and that's and really I can't remember. Like, right. but I was very sheltered, as especially when it came to like my dad's. I like, suppose you'd have to be in Belfast. Like, you would have to. You'd want to protect. Yeah, no, like we weren't time. really like. It wasn't until we got older did we kind of learn the ins and outs and yeah. stuff. But like, ugh, like I couldn't give a fuck about any of that. But like, we I never really seen anything like that like i didn't at all i'd be lying if i said i did yeah like. see one of my like i remember the the army and the helicopters and everything but just on that there was i watched the um the thomas the tank engine right and do you know the fat controller i used to call him the fucking soldier <laughs> because i couldn't I, I couldn't say a fat controller right so it was the fucking soldier yeah. No, but um, like, well, like it's I, fucking mad. Like I remember making my holy communion, all right, and getting, getting my first phone, all right, mm-hmm. and what it was was, that? was it a, a Sony Ericsson? No, it was a Sonico, mate. All oh, right, okay. It didn't have a camera. It was a button phone, and it was fucking tiny, but you could play bowling on it. Oh, okay. And I yes. loved it, but like even like going then and, and like moving on. And, like, I don't think kids even today realise, or even 18-year-olds, like, it was so fucking different. Yeah. Like, and even like, from, like... My, my first phone was... I had an area on it. <laughs> like, it was like a break. It took you 45 minutes to text, hello. See, uh, but, like, and I remember, like, my mom tell... Like, my mom grew up, and she had 13 brothers and sisters, so there's yeah. 14 kids. And, like... Even she would have been, like, back in her day. Like, and my mom's young enough. Like, my mom's, like, I don't know what age she is. She's she's young enough. She's not, like, she's mid-40s. Mm. And she would have been, like, she would have told me, like, she would have, like, got, like, an orange mm. <laughs> for, for Christmas yeah. and stuff. And, like, whenever I was older, like, it, I, and, like I had a brilliant childhood. And I, I fucking spoiled rotten yeah, as a child for nothing, but like. for compared to nine yeah holy fuck like i'm like, dreading that like like you, there's just no like, stopping see, christmas like. starts in uh it starts in august now september august the minute the kids are back to school people talk about i christmas. know people that buy and i know this for a fact i know people that genuinely Start shopping for Christmas in the January sales. Yeah, I know people like and that And put as well. them up in the attic. Yeah. That is fucking That's mental. Not There's right. so much pressure. Yeah. But like, not like to... Why not, would you be fucking bothered? I know, like, fuck that. But like, not to get off, like, in saying that, mate, my favourite thing to do is, like, as you know, it's it's my dogs. We have two dogs and yeah. it's actually their birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ted, Teddy and Belle. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Belle and Teddy, depending on what way you want to say it. Mm-hmm. But... My favourite thing at Christmas is going into the range and just fucking loading See, shit. I did, I did that last year and fucking loved it. Loved it. Yeah. I wanted to buy everything. But there's a brilliant shop down in Navin in County Meath called Choice. <laughs> and it has an amazing Christmas range as well. It's fucking oh. brilliant. I love, you go down there, you go to Costa, you can drive through yeah. if you want. Uh, it doesn't have a drive through. I mean, you just drive through yeah. the place. And um, you can go there, and then you go to Choice, and then over to the shopping centre. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, and like, even just thinking about childhood, like, and I know this is so hypocritical of me now, who I'm like fucking addicted to my phone, but like, we wouldn't have like I had a PlayStation, PlayStation yeah. One, 
aunt and I had a Sega Mega Drive and stuff, and I w- well, sorry, my cousin had a Sega Mega Drive, and we would have went to his house to play Sonic, and I would never have sat in at any point no. of the week. Anything. I would have done my homework and straight out. Yeah. We would have played games like, and it might be different to what you've obviously played, but like we would have played games like Kirby. Yeah. But just like throwing yeah, the ball cur- off the yeah, curb, cur- it might have been Kirby called something cur- different. Curbsy, Kirby, Kirby or Kirby, I can't remember yeah. what it's called. And or like Hunts. Fucking Hunts was on. No, Hunts was like it. It's like the 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 cool kid version of hide and go seek. Okay. Where it was like teams, and I fucking did loved ever, Hunts. Did you ever play a forty forty? Oh, forty forty, I pray all. Is that the, what like the lamppost? You count to forty and you go to the lamppost. Yeah, yeah, we done that, and we there was a game called. This is so bad. We played a game called Castle Ray. Okay. Right, and I think it was a game that was pretty much about the troubles. Now looking back on it, because there would have been two teams, and uh, there would have been two teams, and it definitely would have stemmed from something like that, yeah. like fucking stories or something. But there would have been two teams, and one team picked a word. So, like, there was five people in in the team, and they picked a word, and they all had a letter of that word. And the objective of the other team was to find a member and beat the shit out of them until they give a letter. (laughs) I know. This is what I'm saying about, like, which would definitely have happened back in the day. But, like, looking back on it, like, holy, like, that was a bit mental. But, like, it was such good crack. Yeah. Such good crack. And then British Bulldog, where you're, like, in a line, and, like, the guy has to try and catch someone in the big line. And like they run back and forth across okay. the field. Uh, you see, I loved unreal. on a Friday night. I would go go to my grandas, and uh, I would then with my my granda would be say pl- making the dinner or something. Yeah, I go way over the fields with my uncle and the dogs, and like there was no. Where's this going? There was no, <laughs> fuck up. Uh, there was like there was no TV. There was no no fuck uh, no. There was no PlayStation. No. It was just. You went out for a good evening and a bit of crack and see if I could do that now. The amazing yeah. work I would do like for your head. Like yeah. I used to ask permission to play the PlayStation. Yeah, like and like that's the thing you know, that I feel like now, kid, yeah. kids come in from school, they're handed a tablet straight away. You know, or Dara, there's fucking kids that come to us on a Sunday yeah. that are bringing their phones yeah. to a fucking drama class. But like even when we were growing up like we, I was my my nanny had a had a caravan and a caravan site. Which believe it or not, she's from North Belfast, yeah. and her caravan was five minutes away from my mum's house, okay. which was weird. Mm-hmm. So I would have went out to Miner's Town, and mate, honestly, like well, sunny fucking hailstones, yeah. we would have been out, yeah, and out all night, and like the crack we would have had, but, but like, like it just doesn't happen it now. Doesn't happen. Like, it like ju- I wasn't even allowed to boil the kettle until I was about fourteen. I oh, know my mom fucking. Yeah. I was like a fucking like a slave. My mom would have made me make her a cup of tea. I remember like sitting like watching fucking like me and my mom would have watched like. Sounds so depressing, but like Ghost Whisperer. Oh my god! And like and and any fucking one day. <laughs> I know, I know. Or like, and I, my mom like make us a cup of tea, and I would have fucking sprinted in. You see, like, the annoying thing for me when I was doing my GCSEs, I'd be studying like really, really hard, and I would yeah. get a shout from my sister, and she go, "Dad, make me a cup of tea," and she would not stop until I left my desk to go down the stairs to make and like. Going down the stairs was bothered for me because my knee would probably fucking dislocate halfway down and go walk past her. Now he's playing the smallest file in the world. To go into the kitchen to make yeah. her a cup of tea. 
and like I would have an exam the next day. <laughs> and fucking tighten you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. The that's uh, it. but no, I just feel like the Chetland are fucking ruined. I tell you what, though, they're ruined. I. I think today's kids have it great because they can have an excuse for fucking shit in the bed. No, no. They get away with blue murder. Easy. But I would rather grow up in the exact same situation that I yeah, grew up in me too. than do it nowadays because yeah. the memories and friendships that, like, you created. Like, I remember moving in and, like, kids... W- I refuse to believe the kids would do this nowadays. But, like, moving into a new house or whatever... Or going to your nannies and you see kids going out and play. Yeah. You were straight out, like see, see, straight we, out and we, saying uh, hello and making friends with them. You're, they're your mates, and yeah, that's that's your friend group it. now. See, we did a thing called the Sunday Bars, yeah. where we went to nannies. We got uh, our favorite chocolate bar of the week and yeah. a packet of Skips. And when we went in, we were giving them and more or less shut the fuck up until <laughs> you go home. You know. <laughs> And there was a thing called Telly Bingo. It was an RTE, right? Right. And we'd be talking in the middle, and there was they got this like drag queen, and the music was Telly Bingo twice a week, Telly Bingo twice a week, and we would always talk. And my nanny would be going mad. Shut up! Shut up till you hear my number. Shut up! Shut up! And like, it's things like that there that stick with you. Yeah. And even TV shows like Dustin Turkey and fucking Saki and uh, the More Pegs, More Peg Land, like. All the Tots TV. Oh, like Tots I'm, TV was awesome. I'm a Tots. Yes, we are Tots. The TV <laughs> time. Uh, Rosie and Jim. They're the sw- no, they're not. Uh, they're but <laughs> I was going to say, they're, they're the swingers, but they're not. They're really not. No. Um, and like all them, uh, like the Rugrats, Barney the Dinosaur, you often hear me saying, I'm sweating like a pedo in a Barney suit. Um, like all them fucking nostalgic shows that are all gone now like the the most nostalgic one now or ones that people think is like so old would yeah. be between the simpsons and spongebob squarepants and yeah. i still love the fucking simpsons even to this day yeah well we asked um our instagram followers for some uh stories from their childhood very good that um still makes them laugh today yeah and some of them are actually quite, <laughs> quite, quite interesting. Um, I'm gonna leave. Someone has gave a story. Is it TMA? Um, they've asked to remain anonymous, <laughs> and I can see why. Okay. But it's a full on. It's like a short. Is it story. like one of them Reddit? Uh, no, no. This is a real person. WhatsApp right. me, like, right, okay. <laughs> like okay. WhatsApp me, and it was quite funny. No, all the with the Instagram and stuff, they're they're real followers. But okay. um, Anna wrote and said i got suspended from nursery for biting a boy whilst playing the dog in house <laughs> <laughs> so oh she was oh, who the okay. fuck gets suspended in nursery? in nursery i know like what the fuck how like, do you like how do you, like why yes i understand you shouldn't have bit him <laughs> but how harsh was that fucking school i know where you got suspended from nursery like i've never heard of that before like, you're, you're right in nursery at like 11 o'clock anyway yeah, no. Um, <laughs> someone, someone else wrote, um, my mate dropping a very large, <laughs> large, very loud fart in chapel that rattled down the seat. You see, I have to tell you, there is nothing funnier than hearing a fart in a chapel. Like there is nothing funnier. I remember I was at a mass there oh years ago, 
and I had a really stuffy nose, right? Really stuffy nose. And I had a wee small prayer book that was given to me for Holy Communion or Confirmation or something <laughs> like that, right? And I was trying to be so well behaved and somebody farted and it like the it reverberated around the church. But because <laughs> I was trying to keep my laugh in, I laughed through my nose oh, no. and oh, the no. bogeys oh, came no. out <laughs> oh. onto the book, which no. made me laugh even more. I was taken out of that chapel by the <laughs> fucking neck. There's nothing funnier yeah. than a fart in a chapel. The um <laughs> someone else wrote um This will be good. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's so funny. He goes, uh, <clears throat> when crossing a road, a busy road. <laughs> While crossing a busy road, I went, this ain't no broke back mountain shit. When when my dad tried to grab my hand. So, so he was trying to cross the road and your the dad. The dad tried to take his hand and he said, this ain't no Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I would love to know what age he was whenever he said that. Yeah, if yeah. you're listening, please get in contact please with Please let us know. Let us yeah. know, because that would... That's very that, it, it made it's me very laugh random. Last, yeah, yeah it made very... me laugh last night. Um, This one here is borderline child abuse. Um, someone said uh, that they used to eat pseudocrem <laughs> from the tub because... Their granny told told them it was magic. Oh, so they tried it. No, that's horrendous. Like so, <laughs> the consistency of pseudocreme freaks me out. <coughs> but you try to eat it. Do you know that? Like no, pseudo- no, not they didn't try. They, they used to eat it. Like do you know, like pseudocreme is used for all kinds of things: burns, fucking yeah. uh, rashes, thrush. Oh God! Like. like he was a fucking child. Yeah, but like, grow up. No, there's no call for that. There's one that um, I can't believe I'm gonna tell on this podcast. Okay, um, looking forward to. It. But I'm notoriously late for everything. My mum w- is fucking notoriously late for everything, and my mum forgot about me to pick me up from football training one time, oh and God. I was about ten. And I'm I'm a real weirdo about doing number twos, right? And yeah. I don't do them in anyone else's house. I'm real freak about it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really needed a shit. Okay. And I panicked and was like, what the fuck? So I remembered that my mum's friend lived about a 10 minute walk away. And it was borderline. Like the turtle head was coming out. Like it was it was nearly out of the cave. And my mum, and I had no phone or anything. Because yeah. why the fuck did you used to carry a phone when you were that age? Yeah. And I, my mum couldn't find me in st- anyway. And she, I think she kind of guessed that I would have walked. I was friendly enough with her yeah. friend. Like, she was like an auntie. Mm. Bolted around the house, sweating. I was, like, proper sweating. There's like, not worse borderline than going to, Like, I mean, sweating. Got their friend's house. Knocked the door. No one in. Oh. Panicked. No. Shit myself. You shit yourself? Shit myself. Full on, shit my pants. Like, not a wee bit. Like, not a short. Yeah. Like I shot all the time, like <laughs> but like, like this, like I mean shit myself. I and I was like I was only like ten and my mum came round and I was crying my eyes out. Like and this scarred I think genuinely this is like scarred me. I need to go to therapy with this and I get into the into the car and my mum my mum's response to her being late causing me to shit myself was yeah. don't sit down in them seats. Oh <laughs> right. 
and I had to like grab the passengers, <laughs> the yeah. passengers like seat in the it. back and hold on to it like so hovering. And like she made me get in the shower fully clothed, so yeah. she showered me down, and the shit was just. Oh no, that is bad. Mm-hmm. No, that's disgusting. Horrendous. There was m- one time after I got my knees done, <laughs> I <laughs> by the ra. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Um, I couldn't go up the stairs, so I had a hospital bed in. Please tell me you shit yourself too. No, in the in the living room, right? Yeah. And I, <laughs> I, because of all the all the medicine and everything, I was really really bunged up, right? So I obviously couldn't go up the stairs to go to the toilet. <laughs> I was really really bunged up. So they gave me a commode, right? Yeah. And it was one like say two weeks had gone by and nothing was coming out, like literally nothing. So I, Carnage Street was on, and I forget. It was in the living room, Cornish Street was on, and I was like, I think I'm going to poo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I came, managed to get myself out of the bed and onto the phone, right? And I swear to God, I am still, I still feel sorry for my mother who had to empty the commode. It was fucking horrendous. It was the size of a bowling ball. Oh God, oh God. And, and fucking the, hell. And the thought of it, was just it just went it was like boom you know it it was horrendous I, I, if you're still listening thank you so much for all your support uh, <laughs> because we really really appreciate it even though we do talk about shit and everything and we talk about uh, poo poo and we talk poo poo uh, yeah. what fucking age are you like well if, if you're not over 18 you shouldn't be listening to this fucking podcast that's for sure now fucking stop I seen, it um, I've lost I'm trying to get while you were talking there I was listening to you but I a, co- a, a fucking follower put a really good one in earlier on and I fucking well, can't really find it. a really good shit or a really good... No, a really oh. good, like, example and oh, I can't okay. fucking find it now. And but I'm raging because I, it was to do with a TV show. But do you know what, do you know what my favourite word in the world is? What's that? Shite. Why? Now, I'll tell you why shite <laughs> is... I, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to break down the word shite, right? There's so many uses... For the word shite, it's unbelievable. Right? How did we get on this here? Because you started talking about shitting yourself, right? No, like, I but, don't want to continue. Like, that yeah, scarred but, me. But there's so many life. there's so many different uses for it. I'm just telling you that shite is my favourite word, right? Right. For example, did you shite yourself? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I smell shite. Don't talk shite. What a load of old shite. Like, there's so many different uses uses for the word shite. And I just wanted to share it with everyone. It is fucking brilliant. It's my favourite word in the world. Shite. So, I found the person's thing. Mm-hmm. And basically, he has said that his childhood memory is a Captain Planet Belfast. It was a classic 90s TV episode. Gets the division just right. I um, think it's amazing what 90s TV shows got away with back in the day compared to now. And that is so fucking true it is some shit that like you would watch from back in the day and you're like how the fuck did Did that err yeah compared to nowadays where it's all like like the the zip uh, the rainbow uh the rainbow episode where zippy went one skin oh yes oh my god three skin (laughs) four skin like (laughs) 
I like how did they ever get away with it? You know, I think they used to purposely do that though, just oh, to fucking entertain themselves. Do you know who the f- best person on TV? And I actually saw a TikTok something there last night on a different podcast. Fuck nah, on the UTV. Oh Julian yeah, Simmons. Yeah, yeah. I met him on St Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, I heard that. that he was doing like the MC, uh, like the commentating on it, and I made it my mission on St Patrick's Day to go and find. Uh, Julian Simmons off the UTV and he was in the town hall he was at the side door of the town hall right and I went over to him and I said oh can I get a photo he was like oh he, yes you can he's very posh whenever you talk to him and I says will you say it and he says what well, I says will you say the line and he says but now nah, in the UTV a shower here in Yuri and the rain is just pouring out of the heavens <laughs> and you have a face on you like a cooker hood on Coronation <laughs> Street and I can I was starstruck from Where? Julian Simmons I was, you got a semi? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, this is my Friday nights just all come yeah. into one. This is fucking brilliant. Do you know who else I met? Uh, Louis Walsh. He's I, a dick. I met him <laughs> on in JFK uh, going back to um, the airport, uh, going back to Dublin. All right. And he was sitting opposite me and I didn't want to ask him for a photo or anything, but my mother did. So got a photo with him. And as we were, now he was getting on the same plane as, as us now. I don't think he would have been in uh, economy, but yeah. he, he was in f- business or, or first class. And as we were landing in the Dublin airport, what did my mother say? I wonder, did Louis get home all right? Oh, fuck me. He was on the same fucking plane, of course, he got home all right. I got a couple from, from someone who has specifically asked to remain... Anonymous. anonymous okay but <clears throat> oh i will i haven't read the other ones yet but i've read this one earlier on in the car park and i fucking laughed so he has said my brother and i used to make our own fireworks when we were kids okay basically small explosive devices one time my brother made one packed with various chemicals that would make a nice big bang one sunday afternoon near halloween my mum went to pick and my dad up from work before lunch my estate growing up was like desperate housewives everyone nicely uh, everyone had nicely manicured gardens wore their sunday best even if not leaving the house and most went to church as i was making away <laughs> as i was making away at my bangers my brother decided to light his big one he had just invented in the living room he fucked it out the window and it landed in my granny's bush this bush was about 20 years old and was brought from my granny's house and planted at our house. The explosive device smoked for a bit in the dry bush, then stopped. We thought, oh, that was a bit shit. Then, boom, windows shook, bits of my granny's bush everywhere and a ferocious fire. Neighbours are now coming out and my brother and I run out to see what happened. My bro ran, my bro, my brother ran and got a bucket, but there was no water in it and had to run back as it spread through the garden next thing my mom and dad arrived back on seeing the smoke they thought a neighbor must have uh have a chimney fire only to come around the corner and see our front garden in flames the hose was quickly deployed following by an almighty balakin i being the younger one tried to deny all knowledge i ain't no tout once the flames were out all that remained of my granny's ancient bush was a black charred stump following the the following week i went to sunday school and told the teacher about the miracle of the burning bush in my front garden <laughs> <laughs> the uh, but that that's one of his childhood memories that's um, brilliant like that is yeah. absolutely brilliant he so then uh, he went on to send he sent fucking three um 
I haven't read this one, so I really hope it's appropriate. But he went on his first family holiday abroad when he was 13 to Tomalinas. Following year, went to Tenerife, packed all, including the new Speedos I'd got for the Spain trip the year before. <clears throat> My mum and dad and brother went on down to the pool and I said I would follow them down. I popped the trunks on and off and off I went with nothing, only the trunks on down the corridors of the hotel like the slender little worm I once was and out through reception <laughs> and the outdoor restaurant. Arrived at the family's sunbeds and announced my arrival to a sunbathing family. My dad looked and said, son, and pointed at my speedo. I had paraded through the whole hotel with one ball hanging out oh, inside. Oh my goodness <laughs> me. Oh, Clearly no. I had a growth spurt from the year before. Oh my goodness. There was a, Kira actually told me a story of one of the first times she went to Spain, or not Spain, uh, somewhere abroad. And there was a man, like, in his 80s, and his furry bollock was hanging halfway out of his speedos. But, like, th- that's... On holidays was probably the first time I ever set eyes on a pair of breasts, and they were very leathery, because they were just... They were just hanging hanging out, roasting in the sun. Like, it was horrific. Horrific. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, that was our topic this week that we put out to Thank you the- all. So the much. listeners, what we're going to do now is we are going to move on to our mystery topic. Okay, Daryl, so I have been at my typical uh, typical um, daily scrolling through the internet and I'm a, a massive fan of uh, Reddit and especially the Am I the Asshole sections of it. So I've got a couple of things that I want to bring to you. And I would love to get the the, the viewers' um, opinions on them as well to find out whether they think said person is an asshole. So, the title of this one was Am I the asshole for telling my future sister-in-law that I will not be going anywhere and she needs to learn to live with it? So, the background of this. <clears throat> so, background. I dated Max in high school for around a year. My family was awful. My family life was awful and his parents really helped me in that time. After the breakup, they didn't cut me off, even though I know it caused some issues with Max. When I was kicked out at 17, they took me in. Long story short, I see them as my parents and they see me as their kid. I am close to their daughters and have been going to to family events for a few years now. Max is getting married to Cindy. I have met her a few times and before this, I thought she was fine. Yesterday, I was getting some mac and cheese at the youngest birthday celebration when Cindy came over asking, what am I doing? I told her, mac and, getting mac and cheese and she got angry. She went on a huge tangent about trying to win back Max and how I'm not a part of the family, that I should get my own family since I am not needed anymore. I told her I am not going anywhere and she needs to live with it. I have been a part of the family for 10 years at this point. She ran off after that. I'm getting texts from Max that I am a huge jerk and I need to apologise. The rest are staying neutral and the youngest is annoyed at Cindy. So are they the asshole? No, they're not. Why? Because the other one, uh, what do you call her, Cindy? (laughs) Cindy just sounds like a bitch (laughs) who needs to pipe down. Like... I cannot stand people 
to put their nose in like other people's business. I it, that fucking winds me up. See past remarkable people, it fucking does my head in. Like people who go out of their way to ruin somebody else's day or just make drama for themselves and for other people. It it no, I fucking hate it. And see, even though she was part of the family for ten years and everything. And yet she's still trying to be like, no, it's like, it's like the granddad of Derry Girls. And I hate that fucking show. But <laughs> do you know the way he always says, what are you doing, my wife? And your man who plays. Daughter. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, I've been married to her for 17 years, you know. Why would you go to the bother of saying, oh, you're not part of the family. You're, like, I don't want you around here. After 10 fucking years. Yeah. You might say that after about six months. But you wouldn't say it after 10 years. She just needs to get over herself. And she needs to get herself a man <laughs> she needs to get herself a man or a doll or something well, not all women need men no 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 maybe a woman uh, or me, get, yeah. get herself a woman or or maybe no one get herself she just needs to get a fucking life get, yes exactly That's but the main thing she needs to do is mind her own fucking business like I, I just past marketable people who are so nasty there's no call for it it's just fucking nasty yeah well, I've got another one as well. Okay. I wanted to bring... I, I, I got two. I know I said I got one, but I got two. Okay. Am I the asshole for wanting quality gifts and calling my husband a cheapskate? Straight away. Straight away. No, no. no right, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I need an outside opinion. I'm in the point of my life where I want good, uh, good products. I am so sick of buying something cheap and it breaks within the year. So this year for my birthday, I wanted a KitchenAid stand mixer. They are expensive, but they last for like 30 years. I told my husband and the model I wanted, we can afford it, afford this, and it will not hurt the budget. I opened the gift today, and it was a standard one from Walmart. I've owned one before, and they are junk. He saw the look on my face and asked what was wrong. I told him I wanted the KitchenAid one. This started an argument about how I am materialistic and he did get uh, get the items that I wanted. I called him a cheapskate for it and I'm going to return it. He's not talking to me anymore and thinks I'm the jerk. Should I just be happy I got a standard mixer? Yeah. Be grateful for what you have. Be absolutely grateful for what you have. Like, if she really wanted the own make and model that she wanted, like uh, that she asked for, just fucking buy it yourself. Yeah, well, I, I like this is something that actually is, you know, me and Roshi would talk about quite a lot. Where like she's like she would never. I we would have the standard conversation. What do you want for your birthday? What do you want for Christmas? Yeah. And like we would very much be like nothing. Like if we if I wanted something, I'd buy it myself. Yeah. And like, sorry. Um. And like this is something we, we like that I would struggle with more than Roshi. Yeah. Because. I'm a fucking idiot, and she would know if it was my birthday tomorrow. She would know what to buy me. Yeah. Like I wouldn't like, and I don't ask for much. And I genuinely, I'm I'm the least materialistic person yeah. there is. But she would know what. But like I would really struggle. Yeah. Like yeah. like really struggle with like what, especially like clothes and shit. Mm. Fuck me. No. See, I like I know what perfume she likes, and she is so easy to buy. Yeah. Perfume, and like. She's definitely not, but I, I know that like if it was me and I had like banged on about how 
I wanted this specific thing and say for toxic Roshan was like, No, I wanna get you that for your birthday. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, fine. But it, it needs to be this specific thing. I would be like, Look, I'm not gonna fucking use it. Yeah. Because it's shit. Yeah. So take it back. But like I definitely wouldn't say it to her face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. fucking chance. No, I would no, be no. like, that is class. See, that just it's like getting socks for Christmas. Yeah. Like, you don't be like th- unreal. You'd be like, oh, cheers. Thanks very much. Yeah. But that ju- that particular lady just sounds like a spoiled brat that maybe already has too many things. Like, like yeah. I, I um, see it, the way I go about buying gifts for Kira is whenever she says something to know that she really likes, I let on I'm not listening to her. You know, I probably not listen to her really, but that's lovely. In a roundabout, uh, no, I do listen to her all the time. Um, but I let on, you know, I'd be like, oh yeah, 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 like that's all right. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, like come birthday or Christmas, there it is, sitting there. What a man! Because <laughs> I, I see, I'm the fucking dazzler. Oh, uh, but that is like that's the way I go about. It. But Kira would never say, oh. I'm returning that. It's not the right one. She would never, ever do that. And, like, I wouldn't do it either. Definitely yeah. wouldn't. It, now, if it was, say, clothes and it was far too big, then, yeah, I would say, oh, have you the gift receipt? And I'd get the right size because I fucking love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if it's something, like, uh, like say, a gadget or something, no, you you say thank you very much. You'd be grateful for what you have. Yeah. Especially now nowadays, you know, everything's so fucking expensive. So you'd be grateful for what you have and don't be such a bitch about it. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, Daryl, it was uh, lovely talking to you about our childhood and yeah, about the 90s and listening to some of the followers' yeah. fucking weird-ass stories yeah. and then finishing up with some Uncle Agony giving us oh. giving us feedback with uh, Am I the Asshole? Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I so did I. I was just going to say there's one thing, one more thing that's pissed me off this week. Oh, I, oh. One more thing that's pissed me off. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, for keeping it. People who tailgate whenever they're driving. Now, this has happened to me so many times. Uh, what do you mean? Like driving too close behind you? Yeah, far You're too close. <laughs> right? It, it does my head in. And whenever Kira is driving, what I will do is I will swing round so that they can see me. And then next thing you see them breaking way back. There's no... If you are one of those people who drive way too close behind somebody, get a fucking knife. Because you cause so much annoyance and drama to me like I, I i don't even care about anyone else you cause so much drama and annoyance to me where like if you're you, obviously driving too slow no 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 <laughs> if you i'd be doing the speed limit right but if you tailgate me if you drive too close to me you can fucking guarantee that i will double the time it takes you to get wherever the fuck you're going because i will slow down if it's in a 40 mile an hour zone and you're right behind me I'll drop her right down to 25. I do not give... I'm a hateful bastard like that. Like, oh, well, But that's <laughs> what, that's the one thing that has annoyed me this week. Well, there was two things that annoy me. One, Manchester United. Yeah. Have fucked me clean off again. Does it violin? And, yeah. And the other thing that pissed me off was we... And this is going to sound really stupid, but it, it actually annoyed because it, it it's it then caused an issue whereas uh we ordered a takeaway on a saturday night i think it was mm-hmm. no it wasn't saturday night we were in St. patrick on saturday night it was what night was it sunday night 
I think it was either Sunday night or Friday night, I can't remember. Um, Roaching had ordered the takeaway for a specific time, which gave her enough time to get a shower and come back down. And the fucking thing arrived 40 minutes early. Yeah. And she was in the shower and then had the fucking weight on her getting out of the shower and then my foot was cold. You're like, why the fuck do you have a request section of a fucking time? You see, there's a very very specific... uh, restaurant in, in Uri, takeaway restaurant in Uri. And if I was to order at seven o'clock or uh, order at four, seven o'clock, yeah. you can guarantee that I still wouldn't have it at half eight. And I, I walked out because of it. It's always busy on a Saturday night, right? And it's one of the, it's one of the busiest ones in Uri. I'm not going to name it because I fucking love it myself, even though the wait is horrendous. But like, a Chinese takeaway should not fucking take no. uh, two hours from when you ordered to receiving it get your shit together yeah well this here was this here was a kebab yeah. like a kebab and a pizza yeah now which you could do in fucking no, time and it, it wasn't like we didn't get it from we didn't get it from Dolce Vita because we wanted to change I fucking love Dolce Vita we yeah. actually had one last night on lovely but we got somewhere different Um, it was Friday because I had, Ooh, I had, what a revelation! I, I had left my job, and Roshin let me pick what we got. Oh, just as a wee treat! Oh. right, and um, yeah, it just caused fucking issues because they didn't come. They're forty minutes early. Like that's yeah. if ten minutes are forty fucking minutes. Yeah. What if we hadn't been in the house, like, and we we're yeah, exactly. driving up from somewhere. Exactly. Like people just that aren't on time. Like, and I'm always late to rehearsals. I'm but, late to everything. But people who aren't on time. Does my head. But anyway, that is my annoyance for the week. And mine. But listen, folks, we hope you enjoyed the the episode and hopefully you come back next week. Make sure you tell your friends and um, your family, I suppose. Share us on the social media. Yeah, uh, give us a follow on Instagram. We put up polls um, once a week and get get, uh, your own stories to share on the podcast. But uh, from me, JP, and me, Darjee, thank you again, and we hope you come back next week. Over and out, folks. Bye.